Welcome to Check the Tape. I am your host, Ari Atari, and we are recording this at midnight, actually. It's uh, February 18th now. Clock just turned. Uh, on the line is Justin Moskal, like he's going to be every Sunday night, Monday morning, whatever you want to call it. What's going on? What's going on? Uh, a little late this time, huh? Yeah, we had to watch the All-Star game and, you know, kind of dissect it a little bit. Well, you uh, had to watch True Detective, I, I guess. Yeah, I wanted to watch that, too. Uh, <laughs> what was I going to say? Are you surprised? Two weeks? We're on a two-week streak now of doing this? We made it this no, far? Uh, yeah, no, it's going to be good. Maybe we can make it uh, a full month and, you know, one step at a time. What's the over-under on amount of we- straight weeks we're able to do it until something gets screwed up and we're going to have to record, like, midweek? I don't know. I think we got a good little system. What the hell do we have to do on Sundays? That's true. Well, next Sunday, I got the Oscars, so. Oh, the Oscars. I mean, what are you going to do without the Oscars? Yeah. You watch any of the movies? No? No. I mean, didn't Bohemian Rhapsody get, like, a Best Picture nom? Yep. Yeah, People said that was, like, the worst Best Picture nom ever. Uh, It's not. I don't know if it's the worst ever. There's some pretty bad ones, but Bohemian Rhapsody isn't good. Yeah. So it shouldn't get a nod. So it shouldn't get a nod. Right. Yeah. It's. Uh, I'm not a fan of it. Um. All right. So let's talk about All Star Weekend. You know, not. We were in that weird NBA zone last week between the trade deadline and All Star Weekend. Nothing really happened. The Celtics had a big win against the Sixers. That's kind of like the only thing that kind of stands out. So All Star Weekend. Did you like it? Were you entertained? Yeah. I mean, I was entertained. I. I think. The three-point contest usually now, for some reason, holds up the uh, other challenges. The uh, mixing with the three-point shot within the skills competition was nice. It's not just layups. I mean, if you're in the NBA, you should make a layup. Um, and then the two big guys in the skills competition was cool, too. I thought the skills challenge was the dumbest thing ever. Did you see the part really? where... Yeah, did you see the part where Trey Young just... Threw Instead the ball dribbling, and, ran and got it. Yeah, 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 I guess that's technically legal, but I was like, it's this is so dumb. The skills challenge is the dumbest thing ever. I don't even understand really like what you're accomplishing. You can throw a pass and dribble through some cones. What what what's going on here? Is this Jim Boylan's I, practice with the with the balls? Yes, yeah. yeah. Um, the uh, the weaving in between the uh, little posts or whatever that seems very hard for NBA players. Yeah, and then they just launch it from half court if they're a little bit behind, and that's how Tatum won it. Yeah, but your boy won. You got to be happy. I honestly couldn't care less. <laughs> but, no, the skills challenge is dumb. The three-point contest was fun. It was just kind of boring that Joe Harris won. I, I don't know. I thought it was kind of crazy how Steph uh, Steph starts making, he goes 10 of 10 of his first 10. And then ends 19 of 20 or whatever it is. Yeah. But he misses the key ones at the top. It just doesn't make sense. How does he miss straight on threes? Right. And he made, if you counted the previous round, he made 19 straight threes. That's insane. Yeah. And he lost to Joe Harris, who didn't miss a money ball rack. Was it funny to you how much the Charlotte people seem to like Steph Curry more than Kemba Walker? Because I noticed that all weekend. I mean, Charlotte needs something to hold on to. So they're like, all right, we got Steph. 
Yeah, but it's not like Kemba Walker's a bum. This is an all-star starting guard. They gave him a good uh, standing of when he got introduced, though. Did he? Did they? I mean, yeah, Curry's I was... was... I thought it was pretty loud. Eh, I don't know. And again, I was watching on TV, so... I don't know. And then the dunk contest has just been a complete snooze fest for, like, the last... I don't know, probably the entire decade? When was the last time there, there was a There were a dunk... couple good dunks mixed in. They're but... fine, but, like, it's also partially because none of these guys are stars, so that kind of makes the dunk contest boring and... I don't know. I just feel like the dunk contest now is they're just doing different variations of dunks we've already seen, you know? Yeah. And then I don't understand how uh, Diallo, the winner, he clears Shaq and then, like, stumbles over uh, whoever he dunked over the second time. Yeah. That doesn't make any sense to me. The du- and then did you see uh, John Collins clip the plane and everybody and every that was, everybody thought that was so cool. He brought out the plane and then he clips it. That was so dumb. He looked angry on the bench too. He looked like he was about to punch something. And all the props have just like gotten overused. Like I remember a couple years ago, the one with Aaron Gordon, how they brought the mascot out, and then obviously it all started with Blake Griffin in the car. I, I've just gotten so sick of the props and. I don't well, know. Like, Aaron Gordon with the mascot that was on the uh, hoverboard was pretty cool. I'm, I, I I wish the dunk contest didn't suck. I wish, like, Giannis would be in it. Next year, I hope Zion's in it. I think if... And then the judges. These are I the mean, that's wor- the one man that can save Z- uh, the dunk contest. But the judges are just terrible. Like, Dennis Smith took him, like, five times to make that one dunk, and they gave him a 50. Like... How, what? What's the what's the logic here? I mean, I guess if you just make it, it like that counts for your score. But I mean, it shouldn't. I guess that's the rule, though. I mean, because if, if it's the rule, then I guess that makes sense. For some reason, I was like really excited about All Star Weekend, All Star Saturday. Now, I don't know why I was. I, I just really was this year. I wasn't. I didn't really care last year. Didn't really care much the year before that. I don't think. But for some reason, I really was this year. And then. After watching, I'm just like, oh, wow, yeah, this sucks. I don't know. And plus, I just thought it was funny how we went from actual stars being in the celebrity game to, like, Ronnie 2K. Yeah. <laughs> like, how is that a thing? Who's the biggest name in that game? Quavo? I mean, yeah, gotta be. Or Famous Los. Famous Los is awesome. They got oh. one MVP. But yeah, All-Star Weekend was just such a snooze fest. And then... Sunday's game, I thought the game was like fine, but then you just it just gets boring after a while when they do the same thing. Don't play defense. You tune in for the last five minutes, and I don't know. I thought last year like they actually seemed to care a little bit more, and that was what the first year of the captains and everything. And this year they were just like, all right, back to normal, you know. Uh, this year they cared a little bit. They they really seemed to just pick on people. It was like Team LeBron. Had all like the veterans, all like the veteran stars, really. And yeah. Kyle Lowry airballed the three, and James Harden just lost his mind. Like, it was just, I don't know. The All Star game's not, you can't make it competitive either. What are you going to offer them up like a million dollars? Like, what is, what if you didn't do it like a five on five game and just did King of the Court style? And you would have, and you, I don't know, you do like three man tournaments with the 24 guys. How is that more entertaining, though? Like, three-on-three three half court? 
I don't know. It's just something different. And I guess that was kind of the logic with the whole, you know, picking teams with captains and everything. It was just supposed to change yeah. things up. And I guess it worked for you. I don't really know what the answer is. Look, look, these guys, it's the all-star game. They're not supposed to go try and act like it's game seven of an NBA finals. That's what it boils down to with every single all-star game. Right. Everybody complains about every all-star game, but it's an all-star game. Yeah, it is what it is at this point. You're just there to see all those players together. Yeah, I really enjoyed uh, Curry's bounce pass to Giannis for the alley-oop. Uh, oh, yeah. He just kept going up and up and up. That was, that was perfect. People were saying uh, on Twitter, Giannis and Curry should be teammates at some point. I mean... That'd be a good combination because you could because Cur- Curry can play off the ball and Giannis uh, would be the de facto point guard, I guess, with the ball all the time. I mean, that would be scary, honestly. Yeah, I mean, Golden State's already pretty scary, but like it would just be cool to see something different. I don't know. Durant won the MVP. Lillard was kind of the guy who got Team LeBron going there, though. In the I mean, Damian Lillard hit three threes from the actual logo. The thing with Lillard in Portland is I it they've got reached the point now, no matter how good of a stretch Lillard can go on or how good Portland looks for a certain stretch, I'm just not gonna trust them in the playoffs ever. I mean, they always either get bounced out of the first round or lose in the second. And then last year when they were the three seed and that was probably the best season they had with Lillard, they get swept by New Orleans. I'm just never trusting them again. There's always those teams like that, like Washington, uh, the Capitals, they were like that for a while until they won the Stanley Cup this last year. They were always that team and just like, I don't care. I know they have Ovechkin. He's one of the best he's best players in hockey, but they're never going to beat the Penguins. They're never getting out of the second round. And I feel a similar way to Portland. If it is Portland just not good enough? Because like, I think, I mean, obviously I love Damian Lillard and every all the pieces they have, but... Is it just because the West is dominated or the entire NBA is dominated by the Warriors that they can't do this? But like you said, they just got swept by New Orleans. It's not like they're fighting like the Rockets. It's not like they're pushing the conference finals every year and that sort of thing. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, who knows? The next couple of years will be a pretty telltale sign. They'll trade somebody, McCollum or somebody like that. Yeah. So... One thing I noticed this weekend with uh, the All-Star game is the All-Star game or All-Star weekend is very similar to the NFL Super Bowl week. How it's like, you know, you got all the events and everything. It's in a new city every year. You got a halftime performance. Very similar because the NBA Finals isn't like the Super Bowl in in that sense because, you know, it's in the city of the team that's in it who has home court. You go... Back and forth, different cities, depending on how long it goes, and you have no idea what the length is. It seems a little different than what the Super Bowl would be. That's why I think All-Star Weekend's the better comparison to the Super Bowl. Plus, you have both commissioners always giving their State of the League address at these events. Yeah, I guess that's true. And like you said, it's just the seven game and the one. It's right. just makes that much of a difference. It's the only you know big sport that has the, just the one game. And then this All-Star Weekend, we had, well, we have this every All-Star Weekend, but there's always, like, the rumor mill that goes on at these things. And fortunately, the trade deadline's already passed. And because you remember in previous years, like, the All-Star Game is really, really when trades would start heating up and 
that one year when DeMarcus Cousins literally got traded during the All-Star game or, like, right after. Yeah. Uh, when he got traded in New Orleans. But the big thing, I think, this weekend was kind of the talk around Anthony Davis. And LeBron being next to him all the time, just whispering in his ear. Yeah, and LeBron's team, how it was all these guys who were going to become free agents. Kevin Durant, who we didn't even mention, won MVP. Uh, future future Nick Kevin Durant, please get it right. All right, well, you can hope. Um, oh, no, let, let, let's hope. touch on him a little bit. I mean, what, what are we going to say else about him? He, played, he, he was the guy who was making shots down the end. I would say... Down the end of the game, LeBron and Durant just kind of said, hey, we're the two best players in the world. Let's take over. Yeah, Steph Curry was 4 of 17 from 3. I think he had oh, eight oh. three-point attempts in, like, the last three minutes of the game and missed every single one. Oh, wow. But, yeah, it LeBron was... had all these free agents on his team, or guys who are going to be free agents. Durant, Kyrie, Clay Thompson, Davis, who demanded to trade Kawhi Leonard, another free agent. But, like, Davis, he says these things about how, oh, Boston was on my list. And then he says later in another interview, oh, I didn't have a list. Like, what's going on here? Well, I mean, I think we touched on this last week. Or, I think, yeah, it was last week. Um, he, there was never, like, an actual list. Like, right. that was just to get everybody to shut up and stop asking, where, you, where do you want to go, this, that, and the other. He was like, look, these are my places. Or his dad. Didn't his dad put that list out? No, I think like, that came from just sources saying stuff. His dad only said the thing about the Celtics, how he doesn't want his son playing there. Oh, gotcha. Well, that list just wasn't real. So, I mean, <laughs> he'll go somewhere that he can win. And, like, this is clearly just he wants to win. Yeah. So I, my whole thing was, you know, when they started that trade demand and everything, it was clearly, okay, we're going to get a 10 day head start on the Celtics, 10 day head start on these teams who could potentially package Zion in a deal. We're going to get a head start on these and we're going to get Davis to the Lakers. That was Rich Paul's plan. That's what he wanted to do. Speaking of him, did you see the video of him when Davis was getting an interview? He was like, he had this look on his face, like, wait, why is he giving an interview? No, I didn't see that. Oh, I'll send you the video. He's like in the background. He's like, I wouldn't say he's freaking out, but he's just like confused and like, what the hell? He's yeah, got, of yeah. course, of course. Uh, that was great. The interview but, today, somebody interviewed him today about his, uh, what did he score 40 in the All-Star game that one time? Yeah. And uh, like, are you going to go for 40 today or try to? And he was like, oh, no, probably not. I'm just going to enjoy myself. I think he played like 10 minutes. Yeah, it was like five minutes. His shoulder, I mean, it's a big injury, you know. Yeah, I feel like it's his shoulder, his leg, his The arm, NBA screwed New Orleans. They forced them to play uh, Davis, and now he got hurt. It's exactly what we thought would have happened. I mean, it's just easy to just be like, oh, okay, now you can just say you sprained your ankle. Yeah, that was so stupid how they passed that rule or whatever it was. Like, they're not forcing Cleveland to play J.R. Smith right now. <laughs> yeah, it's just because I, mean, yeah, I know he's a star and people yeah. want to come out to see him. But at the end of the day, New Orleans has got to make the right decisions for themselves. And he can't be in a situation because, you know, he said how he wants to play. He can't like complain. Look, you're either in or you're out. If you're out, don't complain about how they're not going to play you or anything. You already you already said you don't want to be here. Let yeah, them if you don't want to be there, do. then why? Why would you play? Like, why would we? continue to play you with 
especially, I mean, just for the teammates' sake, like, we know this guy doesn't want to be here. Why Why would we play with him on the court? Why would we want to I mean, that's him? the, you know, that's the more altruistic uh, way of looking at it. Did you like that oh, word yeah, there? But... SAT word right there? Oh, yeah. Um, but it's more of let's not play him uh, because we want to tank. Yeah, exactly. In my opinion, the All-Star game is like a pickup game. Giannis in a pickup game is scary. Like, he's scary to watch in the NBA, like, right every night or whatever. But he just, like, walks by people and just, like, lays it into the top of the basket. He like, was he is... sprinting to start that game. It was awesome. Yeah. But with Davis... Like, he, he is he is something. With Davis, just finishing that thought up, it's obvious now that because he couldn't get to the Lakers in the 10-day thing, he's going to go anywhere, play out the year, see what happens. Boston should get involved. I think Boston will land him unless the team that gets Zion somehow packages him. And I want to get Zion into Zion later. But now um, for the Lakers, you know, Magic had this whole thing about how he was going to land these two free agents. He's like, I got to get two star free agents, right? Mm-hmm. He got one. He got LeBron. But they didn't get Paul George that offseason like a lot of people thought they would. They didn't trade for Kawhi, and whether the Spurs were actually serious about trading Kawhi to the Lakers, I doubt. Um, But now they're in a position this offseason where, you know, can you sign Kawhi as a free agent? Can you sign Kyrie as a free agent? Maybe even Klay Thompson, Durant. Durant, I'd say, like, zero chance. Um, Or trade for Davis. If they don't get these guys... There's, There's zero chance Kevin Durant plays with LeBron James. Like what do you like? What do you think? What do you do? You think there's a chance? Actually, chance isn't the right word. Do you think they get any free agents this off season? Like they're like star free agents. I mean, I in my mind, I still think LeBron convinces somebody. Like, I don't know. People in the league know LeBron can still, you know, him and another free agent can still compete and probably beat the Warriors. Well, that depends on what happens with Durant. Durant's the most important player in the NBA right now. It's not LeBron. Yeah, Durant, Durant leaving the Warriors just leaves the NBA wide open. Which is which? Which is just what everyone Silver want. I think everybody wants that. Yeah, except but, the Warriors. Right, and even if he did leave, like they'd still be a good team. You know, no, Clay, yeah, Curry. Definitely. I mean, Draymond. Um. But I want to talk about Zion and how he's just clearly going to be the number one overall pick. And I want to kind of power rank the teams. Like, what would be the most fun teams for him? Okay? Because here's my thing. I think if the Knicks got the number one overall pick, they're never... I I don't think there's any scenario where Zion Williamson plays for the Knicks. Because I think if they get him, they're just going to package him in a deal to get Davis and sign Durant. So, I talked about this with Matt. If they do that, yeah. and they saw, and they trade for Anthony Davis, they have Anthony Davis, Durant, and then they they have to get somebody like somebody else. You don't have to at that point. I mean, that could be your core. And who plays point guard? Durant could play point guard. It make him the primary ball handler. You sign some. I mean, it doesn't have to be like a star point guard. You could sign Kemba. But you you like how I'm just not saying Kyrie, right? You know, exactly. And my thing is Kyrie, (laughs) if they get Kyrie also and they do them three, is how do they keep them three down the line when you can just 
ride Zion. Like you, know, I love Zion, and eight years of Zion is something. So oh, so you're Zion, saying that seems like a more short-term play than uh... exactly. And mm. Zion Durant, I mean Zion Durant, and whoever else they get is just, and it's not as good as Anthony Davis. But you but ride that. You'd rather that, have Zion than Davis with the guarantee Davis is going to stay. Correct. Wow. I don't know if I agree with that. I don't know. I just, I hate that the short-term play that, uh, which sounds dumb coming from a Knicks fan now that I think about it, but they've waited this long and they've sucked for this long. Zion is the savior. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know what the right answer is. I think I would just push for the way that would guarantee me the championship or give me the best chance at it. And I think with the all in, putting all my chips in the middle of the table move, going for Davis, getting Durant, it's your best chance of winning a title and you got to take that. Yeah. Like, like I said, coming from a Knicks fan, that's definitely probably the smart move, but that, that temptation of Zion just lingering over me is something. So if we had to power rank the teams to get Davis, so number one I think would be the Knicks just because of MSG. Or wait, did I say Davis? Zion? Or, yeah, yeah Zion. Yeah, and Zion, my bad. Um, number one would definitely be the Knicks just because of MSG and the energy of the arena and the fans who have been waiting forever to be relevant besides that one year with Carmelo that was a good year and JR was making threes and everything. They need Zion. Like, they want him. He is electrifying. So they're the clear-cut number one, right? Yeah, there's no doubt. And I'm doing I mean, this based off, like, the top five teams with the worst record. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's it's not even close, really. It's, you're talking about just purely where he should go off of just excitement and stuff like that. Then it, it's like, the What would Knicks. be the most fun destinations for him? It, it's the Knicks, for sure. Yeah. He would light up Madison Square Garden. So that's like, obvious. Like, really never before. But do you know who my number two is going to be, I would say? Mine's the Bulls. See, I actually don't like him on the Bulls just because of that team's organizational structure. Not like the Knicks is much better, but, you know, the Bulls are just known for being cheap and not paying their stars. The Bulls are stars. starting to fall down that path of the Knicks and their ownership. It's been but, years of just... Here's the thing. The Bulls are just cheap. Yeah. They, like, you could say a lot of things about James Dolan. Like, a lot of things. But I wouldn't say he's cheap. You know what I mean? He's probably the opposite of cheap. Like, he gave Phil Jackson $12 million a year to run that team. Yeah. To try to force Carmelo out, essentially. Yeah. I actually think Atlanta would be a, a good spot for Zion. Because, I don't know, it's a young team, Collins, Trey Young, he would be, he would obviously be the number one guy. I I, I mean, them three together is kind of a scary young three. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if the other... John Collins is a very, very good basketball player. I don't know if the other two will ever be all-stars. Um, John Collins. In my opinion, has a better chance of being an all star than Trey Young. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Um, but Zion, I just think, would be 
fun, it, that would be a fun team for him. I don't know. I, yeah, no, I'd agree with that. I think I'd probably put – they're probably third under the Bulls. I don't know. The Bulls just because of the whole MJ, the Bulls have sucked, you know, yeah. bring them back too. But as a Knicks fan, it's clearly the Knicks. Phoenix would suck, I think. They just have, like, so many forwards. And what's he going to do? Be Devin Booker's sidekick? Like – and they're kind of the same thing as the Hawks, just less put together, I guess, because, you know, the Hawks have Trey Young at point guard, John Collins down low. Phoenix just has no idea what they're doing. No, zero, zero idea. Not like any of these teams really know what they're doing. They're like the magic of the West. The worst location for him is Cleveland. I mean, we don't have to go Clearly. into that. No. But New Orleans would still be pretty bad. Like, if somebody got him and traded him to the Pelicans, like, that'd be... That'd be pretty bad. He's just wasting away there, and then he becomes he becomes Anthony Davis in like the year twenty twenty six and demands a trade out, and it goes from Chris Paul to Anthony Davis to Zion. That would be something. Like <laughs> that would be just straight torture to New Orleans fans. They don't even care about their team. They don't even care about their team. What do you, you think know. matters more to them, Anthony Davis or that? Uh, call in the uh, NFC championship or the no call that no call like they might protest the season next year do they, are they still uh protesting the Super Bowl do they still think the NFC championship should be replayed like yes remember that was a thing Goodell might there, there was like this clause they actually that Goodell thought could that was happening it. yeah and then remember Stewart thought that <laughs> it was happening and he saw the fake tweet yeah, I mean the fake tweets will get a lot of people. Yeah. Uh, all right, moving on. So, All-Star Weekend. Any big takeaways? Anything that really just kind of stood out to you that you hadn't seen before and you were like, no, no, no that's pretty cool? Uh, No, not really. I mean, there was just a lot of – they had a lot of old – retired guy like i know it sounds redundant because it's all-star weekend but like on the broadcasts and stuff like there was they just funneled in a bunch of people i feel like Like i saw a lot of kevin garnett yeah kg was was a lot of kg i saw a lot yeah a lot of he was loving Shaq diesel him and uh anytime i see pictures of him and paul pierce together on instagram i i i get this uh i get pretty i get happy yeah i get i get i shed a tear i uh you know, it's it's heartwarming to see those guys still together. Oh yeah, how about the uh, the Meek Mill intro concert? Oh, um, it was fine. I right? thought he did a, he did a great job not cursing. What about the national? Fantastic. What about the national anthem? Horrible! I tweeted about it. Was it was this like a country music version? They I, went I think... from Fergie to that. Well, like I don't That's even know tough. what it was. No, I, I turned it off like halfway. Th- I was like, I don't know what this is. Uh, Not uh, to mention, they put out Carly Rae Jepsen. Like, call me maybe throwback. Yeah, she was she was good back in the day. Um, <laughs> One song? So I would have... No, she had these other songs. There was uh, I Really Like You. That one was good. Oh, what a name. Um, But I want to talk about kind of a big picture topic, and that's how all these like star players are unhappy with their teams or they all want to go somewhere else always looking for the next thing grass is always greener 
And, I, you know, we talked about this last week, how I mentioned, well, maybe the reason for this is when you're in a situation, you start to think of the negatives and you never think of the negatives of somewhere new, you know? Like if you were taking, if you were considering a new job and a lot of the times you would just focus on the positives of the new job and just, if you were, if you were looking for a new job because you were unhappy with the job you're currently in, then you're just like, all right, this job sucks. I have to do this, this, and this. At least in this one, I'll do uh, this stuff that I like. And you don't focus on the negatives. And part of me thinks this is kind of what's happening now. And I really don't want to say it has anything to do with being a millennial because uh, I just I, because I just hate the people who use the word millennial over and over again to justify a point. See, I don't know if it's that or if it's if it really does boil down to the fact that all these guys that are unhappy and wanting to leave don't are there. No one's winning besides the Warriors, and it's just the Warriors. Warriors, Warriors, so all these people wanting to leave and join up with someone else to now beat the Warriors. And I was thinking about this when I was driving home when the Heat did this and they had their, you know, power team yeah. three, whatever. Nobody really, like, was all this stuff happened, come out where it was like, oh, I want to leave, I want to join up, all this. Right. But they lost when they did that. They, you know, they lost to the Spurs, they lost to the Mavericks. They, These Warriors lost to the Cavs and then they got Durant. They're going. They're if Durant stays, they could win seven more if they wanted to. Yeah, I like to. I don't like it when people assess the Warriors by talking about them pre-Durant because that's kind of dumb. Um, you know, when Durant, I was thinking about this today. When Durant went to the Warriors and he had all the backlash and everything, part of me thinks he thought that when they won the championship, it would be like how it was with Miami finally won the championship and everyone realized how great LeBron was and everything, except for Durant. You know, we all know he's a good player, but no one's talking about him as like an all-timer. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're just like, oh, he joined the 73-win team that he lost to after uh, he was up 3-1. That's still what we hear. And I think what kind of helped Miami's case was that they lost that first year. And then they were like, oh, yeah. they're not unbeatable. They actually have to work hard and do this. You know what I mean? No, like I don't think said, that's fair. Just, I still it, think Durant has worked hard and the Warriors have overcome a lot. They almost lost last year to Houston. Um, yeah. So I don't, I don't know. I think it's kind of dumb. But going back to the players uh, being unhappy or leaving, I have a list of players to switch teams since Durant has been on the Warriors, or signed with the Warriors. Are you ready for this? Mm-hmm. LeBron, Kawhi, Kyrie, Paul George, Chris Paul, Blake Griffin, DeMar DeRozan, DeMarcus Cousins twice, Jimmy Butler twice, Gordon Hayward, Victor Oladipo, and I had others, but I left off because they're kind of washed now, but you get the point. <laughs> Carmelo Anthony, six times. Yeah, Marcus All, Isaiah Thomas, Paul Millsap. Isaiah Thomas, four times. Four times. Um, <laughs> Yeah. Where do you go? Lakers? Or no, Cavs, Lakers, Nuggets? It's only three times. Yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, no, that's that's weird. It's, the thing about it is, is like I, I said before, it's just Jimmy Butler trying to find that team to fit in with where they he can win. And all these guys just trying to fit in the, with those teams with talent already there that they can win and compete. And it just keeps on coming back to the fact that no one can beat the Warriors. 
it's there's more than that though. It's like they also want, they want to win, but they also want to be like a number one option. They also want to be in a place where they can build their brand, and they don't want to be in like some small market. But I don't. Did Jimmy Butler fit into any of those things that you said? What do you mean? Like did he where he went to Philly? Like he I had, think he thought he was going to be like the one of the their top players, and he doesn't realize that it's Simmons and Embiid. Well, I guess that's different than if he thought that too. I guess I think Jimmy Butler thinks he's like he's an MVP candidate. Well, yeah. Then he needs did you to know? Did you know he help. works hard? Did you know Jimmy Butler works hard? Yeah, he's the only player in the NBA that works hard. No one works harder than Jimmy Butler. You want to know how I know that? Because he tells you. Yeah, because he's mentioned it so many times. I mean, dude, he took the third stringers and beat the first yeah, stringers. Yeah, you know he did that? Several. He took the third stringers and beat the yeah. first stringers in practice? Yeah. Did you know that in practice, beating the first team that's fighting for a playoff spot? Yeah. I wonder what Allen Iverson would say about that. I think I know. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's interesting. And, you know, this summer is the most interesting one, I think, in a while. Because we have four guys who can potentially switch teams this summer who can completely change the league. Kawhi, Kyrie, Durant, and Davis. And Durant's the big one. That's four of the top ten players in the league. Durant can change the league single-handedly. He just has to leave the Warriors. Yeah. Yeah, and even and there's a scenario where even if he did stay there and the Lakers got Davis and Kyrie, I think they would be able to challenge the Warriors. That'd be something. I don't know. There's a lot in play, but I think those four are kind of the ones who. Do you think that the done. the three of them wait for Durant? I don't know how, how this all unfolds. Order of operations or whatever. I think the first domino that has to fall though is Davis. See, I think it's Durant. No, because with Davis, it's going to be these teams are going to want to get him to inc- help their chances in free agency. So the Lakers got Davis. Then they could pitch Davis and LeBron to Kyrie. The Celtics got Davis. They could say, hey, Kyrie, now you definitely should resign. And obviously, if the Knicks get Davis, I think that would ensure that Durant's coming. Um, I think it will be Davis. He's going to be the first domino to fall. But we got a long way till then. Um, I just want to fast forward. I was saying this the other day. I just want to fast forward through this regular season. Just sim through it. Honestly, just sim to the conference finals. Yeah, I have this uh, thing I'm writing about on uh, the Eastern Conference and what is at stake for the top four teams and like the offseason stuff that uh, the implications that the postseason could have on them. I don't want to go into it too much because obviously I want people to read it, but. It's so annoying how there's nobody has a chance to win the championship besides one team. You know, it's really bad for the league, honestly. And it's been like this for third year in a row. Three years now. Um, and the only reason anybody thought another team had a chance was because it was LeBron. Right, right. And right. now that loud, that team sucks. Yeah. So let's focus on some stuff for this season. Um. Who's like the team that you think is gonna have a slide? That was, and when I say out of like which out of the teams, it has to be like a good, a relatively good team that's had a really successful first two thirds of the season. And I see the slide, and then now you're gonna see a slide. 
I mean, I guess the Celtics don't really count in that, huh? No, they don't count because I think they've already been sliding. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't. The thing about the East is, I really think these. I'll say the four teams. Yeah. Um, I really think it's gonna be like a just a grind to the finish. Like they're, it's gonna be what between four or five games between those four teams. Like, obviously Indiana is not gonna stay there. Right. Um, they'll fall. Uh, the Nets. I mean, they'll they'll stay. Uh, around you know six, seven, eight, but they'll Milwaukee. Yeah, yeah. Milwaukee, Toronto, uh, Boston, Philly. I think it'll all come down to about four or five games between the four of them. I don't really think I see a, like a big fall off, like you're saying. Yeah, I was thinking uh, Milwaukee. Maybe they could fall out a little and very hot take by me. I think Milwaukee could lose that uh, top spot in the conference, but yeah. the way it seems, unless like there's a pretty drastic. Not drastic, but like dramatic slide that Milwaukee or and Toronto or, or an injury. Milwaukee and Toronto will probably be the top two seeds in the East. Yeah, because um, the Celtics and the Sixers are pretty far back. I mean, what is there? Thirty game, twenty five games left. Yeah, twenty, maybe a little less than that. I think it's twenty five, probably. Yeah, and Boston right now they're seven back. Six and a half. So I'm looking at it now six and a half Boston. each. Oh, okay. Well, I was just looking at the loss column, but yeah, oh, gotcha. it seems like Milwaukee and Toronto are going to get those top two spots. If I had to pick one of those two to slide, though, it would probably be Milwaukee just because, you know, they've, they haven't been here before as like a top level team. Um, and some of the stuff they were doing the first half of the year, now teams have kind of figured it out that they actually shoot threes now. Brooke Lopez can shoot threes, but they have gotten better by adding uh, Miritich. So, yeah. And what about a. Uh... Do you see the bottom of the East changing at all? Six, seven, eight. Yeah, I mean Brooklyn will get in. Indiana will, or Indiana will probably be five, or maybe they'll slide even more. Um, I don't know who really cares about those teams. There's Milwaukee and Toronto are going to get like essentially first round buys if they can hang on to the top two spots. I mean Milwaukee would play Detroit right now. Ooh, scary! That Ray is horrible. G Jackson. Um. Yeah. And then in the West, this Denver thing is cute, but I can't see it lasting. Unless Isaiah Thomas can actually, like, provide something for them and be, like, the sixth man like he was earlier in his career. Yeah. The thing about the West is, and I know we just keep, like, just beating a dead horse over and over, is when when you look at the eight or ten teams, I guess, rounding in the Lakers, which one of them wins two games against the Warriors? Well, nobody, but let's talk about who will get in. Who's going to be that eighth seed? Is, are the Lakers going to get in? The Kings will get in before them. I don't know. I think it's... I, I don't agree with that. It's just, the Lakers it's are that bad. It's LeBron. I, that's all I have to say. It's LeBron. I'm not going to bet against LeBron James. LeBron James has had better players than that. He didn't last year, but he wasn't an easier wasn't conference this, last year. Yeah. Last in the east i'm just gonna i'm just gonna trust in lebron to get in i mean we'll see what happens um the kings just have better players other than lebron james right but anyway i wanted to touch up real quick on mvp and this is probably something we're going to talk about all season but it seems to be right now Giannis or harden and paul george kind of has like an outside shot at it i don't think the two warriors guys 
have a shot because they just kind of would split votes with each other. They kind of hurt each other's cases. So to me, it's Harden and Giannis, and it's got to be Giannis just because his team is so much more successful. I just think you have to be on a winning team or one of the top three or four teams in the league, and historically, that's been the precedent. Yeah, and he obviously qualifies for that. So, yeah. and I don't know, they he he should win it. All right, I think we touched up on some subjects at the All Star Weekend. We're gonna we're probably gonna have like actual things to talk about, and not uh, a game that doesn't mean anything next week. Yeah, hopefully, <laughs> there'll probably be some interesting storylines. Hopefully, some quotes, some interesting any, quotes happen or tweets. Any good games this week? Any uh, Celtics Bucks. Games? Celtics Bucks Thursday. That's pretty there good, right? Go. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Oh, Bradley Beal says he used All Star Weekend to convince players to join him in DC. Yeah, that's gonna work out well. Yeah. Shouldn't <laughs> be. They, shouldn't players be asking him to leave DC? Yeah. Does do they know that John Wall, his massive contract, hasn't even started yet? Yeah, I don't know what he's. What was he saying to convince people? <laughs> like, hey, the East is really bad. Oh my God. Um. Any any final thoughts or anything? Anything you're looking forward to this season, or do you just want to sim through it? I want to sim. If I was playing 2K right now, I would. Well, I would hit sim season. That's a great sign for people uh, listening. And they, if they want to decide if they want to continue listening to this podcast or not, that one of the people just doesn't yeah. even want to watch the season. No. Always a great sign. Yeah. Um, I will watch. I will watch. I promise to the listeners, of which there are many, that I will. I will watch at least one NBA game a week. How about that? There aren't many, (laughs) so don't worry about that promise. Um, Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week. Peace.